I am your host, Sophie, and welcome, welcome to the Haitian American Dream Podcast, where I discuss the beauty, the flaws, and all that Haitian culture is made up of. On this podcast, you will be sure to find a little bit of history with a dash of comedy and a major, major focus on the importance of mental health in our community. Honestly, y'all, my goal here is to just use this show as a way to spread love and light to our community through thought-provoking discussions and different topics I feel like a lot of us ignore or sweep under the rug. Um, These discussions will also be topics that I've discussed with friends, family, and different things of that nature. And hopefully, you guys will be empowered and uplifted. That is my overall goal with this podcast. So, that means all my Haitians from Canada, the UK. Actually, I don't think I know any UK Zos. I'm sure there are some. Because like my dad says, which means there's not one place on earth that there's not a Haitian. So we live everywhere. This message is supported by Soup Jumu Productions, the one, the only one-stop market for all your Jumu needs. From squash to pumpkin noodles, carrot, celery, beth, and tutbagai else. I mean, oops. Anything else you put in your soup for the day. Happy Haitian Independence Day. Another part of the show will feature the hottest music coming from up-and-coming, as well as established Haitian artists around the world, from compa all the way to hip-hop music and more. So each episode, we're going to have what I would like to call a music magic section, because for those who know me well, I love, love music, and it's just something that really helps me cope, and I just love a good dance, right? But let's go ahead and jump straight into what I really want to address and what I'll really be discussing whenever um, whenever this podcast is on. So mental health is a largely ignored topic within the Haitian community. With that said, every week I really want to talk about that in different ways and how we can individually address our own mental health concerns. A lot of Haitians automatically, and as a matter of fact, I'm not just going to even pin it on Haitians because in the black community at large, um, across the world, I'm sure, especially especially Caribbeans, um, just black, black people in general. A lot of us take it for granted when it comes to mental health. And when you really sit and think about it, we are some of the people who have been the most affected as far as mental and emotional abuse goes throughout centuries, literally centuries, right? So it's weird to me how we don't think that mental health concerns are a major issue, right? But anywho, so as I was saying, a lot of Haitians automatically jump on the idea that you are, quote unquote, fool or crazy if you seek or feel the need to seek mental health services. But I'm here to let you know that idea is far from the truth. Like, honestly, we got to we got to get real. It's 2018. We got to get more real with ourselves, really get in tune and touch with our feelings. Fellas, you too. This is not just for my ladies. Honestly, like it always boggled my mind when um you know, say, for example, as a kid or even at this age, if you tell your Haitian parents, oh, like you're distressed about something, um, it would automatically go to the idea. Oh, for example, those who, you know, come from religious backgrounds, like either Protestant or Roman Catholic. Oh, pray it away. Let's pray. Let's go to God, which, hey, 
I was raised in a Christian household, so I get it. I totally understand. I do. But I'm also realistic when it comes to the fact that you cannot just pray certain issues away. There are other things and other factors at play. So and it also makes me think because for those who for those who follow a religion or especially Christianity, when you think about it, God also said that he helps those who help themselves as well. So we can't just continue to say, oh, I'm suffering, I'm suffering, I'm suffering. So I'm just going to pray and pray and pray. What are these tools? What are these resources that God has set up for us, for us to get the help we need while we're here on earth? Um, and also I was doing like a little bit of mini research and I noticed also that, um, apparently there aren't a lot of psychological resources in Haiti, which first of all, I understand because when it comes to what's usually going on down there, it's a need for the bare necessities, not the entire country. I know that I don't want anyone to come at me crazy about that, but I find it crazy because even here, it's almost the same thing that we're in this mean of survival. It's always this, I need to just survive, survive, survive. But it's like, when are we ever going to actually thrive how we did in the past? You see what I'm saying? So, like I said, I really want to get more into this. But being that this is just the intro episode, I don't want to get too deep. But I just want you all to understand that... um I get it. I know why mental health is usually considered taboo, quote unquote, um, or a white thing. Um, Because when you think about it, most, depending on what country you live in, um, let's take America, for example, a lot of resources are systematically set up in the favor for those um, who are white. So who's going to have better access to health care and mental health services? Those who have more access to the wealth. But let me not get too deep. All right. So like I said, I just really want us to consider and take into the um, take into consideration that this is a topic that we need to discuss more. And we need more Haitian American psychologists, psychiatrists. We need um, Haitians there right there in Haiti as well who are doing this work. Right. Because we don't just need one thing. There's multiple things, which is why. I really thought, hey, why not do this podcast and bring this topic up? Because it's not really something I hear too much about in our community. So I figure, hey, let's go ahead and start the discussion. We have to start the discussion about everything, whether it be health physically, um, whether it be religion, whether it be um, how we interact with one another. So let's start the discussion, y'all. Like, for real, let's really talk about these things. All right. Now, before I head out, there is one more thing I want to say is, all right, so before I go, I would like to pose you all this one question, and this is also going to be on my Instagram. So let me go ahead and give you all that information, so that way um, you can go ahead right now, actually, as we speak and answer the question. Um, But yeah, so when you hear the phrase Haitian American dream, what comes to mind? What does that look like to you? For my people who obviously are here in America, um, and you know, went through, I'm just going to say the public school system, because that's the education that I know. I mean, I don't know nothing about no private school. I ain't had no money for all that. So, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but for those of us who went to, you know, in school in general, I'm sure you've learned about it, even if you did go to private school. But we learned about this thing called the American dream. I believe, hold on, let me see. 
I know, let me see. So I want to say I learned about this maybe like my sophomore year of high school. Was that American? I can't remember, y'all. But regardless, we learned this thing about the American dream, the white picket fence, the dog named Spot, the, um, the house that's two stories and all of these different things, right? And I got to thinking one day, I was like, yo, what's the Haitian American dream though? Like when Haitians were coming over here in droves in the 80s, the 90s, whatever, what was that idea that they had? What life were they envisioning? Was Do you all think there was a vision necessarily or was it just I'm trying to survive? I'm trying to get away from what's, you know, the turmoil. Like, what do you all think was really going on in terms of people's mindset? And for me, honestly, the first thing that comes to mind is survival. That's what I think of. Um, but now that we're set, we've settled into the countries that we have, you know, either migrated to, um, and whatnot, there are a lot of people, a lot of Haitians who are becoming influencers, whether it be in the media, wherever politics. So now I'm wondering, what do you think the Haitian American dream is of today? Like, what do you think your parents Haitian American dream was? And what is your Haitian American dream? What is that vision that comes to mind? For me, in my mind, when I think of the Haitian American dream, it's allowing what my parents and other elders have instilled in me to shape into shape me into the best that I can be. Even though it's a little cliche, like I'm not even going to lie to y'all, my version of the dream is remembering where my people come from, where they still are, and where they are going or where they can go. It's not so much, oh, well, we're just surviving and well, I'm just going to take these scraps. No, like I really, really could see us doing so much more, but if we really obviously unite and talk about these different things that are quote-unquote taboo right but anywho so we as the people we're so full of diversity from skin tone hair foods music and even different ways of speaking creole yes i know for those who don't know like in different parts of haiti it's like for example here up north people might have an accent you might hear somebody be like yo you dead ass be you go down to florida and be like yo dog you green for that you green for that right <laughs> I've lived everywhere, so I could do a whole bunch of more impersonations. It may not sound correct, but I know the lingo from damn near every region, um, or at least every region that Haitians have lived in. But anywho, so yeah, there are different regions of Haiti, like where my dad explained to me before that people's Creole sound different. And like, <laughs> I've impersonated it before, but I'm not going to embarrass myself right now. But all I'm saying is we're so diverse. We're so full and rich, rich. We're so rich in culture that... Even though we were not directly born in Haiti, that country built us. It built me, at least. And like that quote says online, Haiti wasn't born. No, I was not born in Haiti, but Haiti was born in me. I think it's an important quote for, especially for first generation Haitian Americans to remember. Even those within, within the diaspora in different places, like I said earlier, such as Canada and other countries overseas. So we may not have been born there, but our parents made for damn sure that we knew what it was like to be born there. So we know that when we went home, it was like a mini Haiti. And we were born with, um, raised, sorry, with those certain rules and um, just different. It was just a different upbringing. You couldn't tell us apart from other kids and other people because a lot of stuff we wouldn't do because we were scared we was going to get our behind toe up at home. So anywho, like I'm saying, so like I'm saying, the Haitian American dream to me is just so much. It, it's this beauty it's um embracing your culture to the fullest and just really putting it out there for the world to understand that hey this narrative that you've made of me is not what I'm going to accept as a matter of fact it's never been who I am and let me show you 
what a real, a true Haitian is. Let me show you how proud I am of who I am by putting in work and whatever it is that I love and that I'm invested in, whether that be I'm going to be a nurse, whether that be I'm going to be a writer, whether that be I want to be an astronaut, like whatever it might be. So our strong ability to switch over from English to Creole or even French in a blink of an eye, not me, because my mama ain't teach me French, even though she knew it, but we're not going to go into that. And the ability to know what flavor of rice is brewing in the kitchen. Our parents left Haiti, but brought it with them in their hearts, minds, and souls, helping to cultivate who we are in different parts of the world. So to me, I know I just said a whole lot, but y'all, that to me is like the Haitian American dream, is that we're literally out here embracing every part of us and bringing it to the forefront in the different, um, how do I say, the different sectors of life that we go ahead and enter, whatever workforce, whatever uh, school we go to, like all these things. Basically, the Haitian American dream to me is coming to America, bringing Haiti on your back and showing people the beauty of the country, but also not just waving your flag every May 18th, every January 1st, every time we hit Eastern Parkway for the Labor Day Parade. It's showing the world every single day that you are proud to be Haitian by contributing to your community in different ways. All right. So let's go ahead and move on. So once again, thank you all for tuning in. And I look forward to hearing your feedback. Stay tuned for the next episode. Well, stay tuned for the first official episode. And make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Leave your reviews as well. And follow me on Instagram for more information about the show. The uh, My Instagram is miss.royale, M-I-S-S, R-O. Y-A-L-E. <clears throat> oh, sorry, y'all. Hold on. I might need some tea, some tea, or something. M-I-S-S dot R-O-Y-A-L-E. That's my Instagram. You can follow me there. And let's chat. Let's see. What do you all think about the show so far? And um, make sure you go ahead and check out the first official episode, which is also posted right after this. <laughs>